and welcome back to Premier League Predictions, the show which does what it says on the tin. It's game week 5 of the 23-24 Premier League season and we're here once again predicting this week's games in the Premier League. Very exciting, Harry. It is very exciting on international break, which mixed results as an England fan, but can't wait to get some Premier League action back underway. I've missed it. Yeah, indeed. Really indeed, we have. No Friday night game there, so shall we just go jump no. straight into the Saturday kickoff, the 12.30 kickoff? It's what? Wolves versus Liverpool. And just a match this should be. Wolves have had a shaky start to the campaign. Many expect them to struggle without any recognised striker, but they have done all right at times. Liverpool, a bit more of a better start to the campaign. I think they've got a bit fortunate at times, but they'll be happy to find themselves in the yeah. position they're in. And you would expect them to go to the Monument and take all three points. Is that so, Harris? Is that what you're going to predict? I think so, yeah. Wolves have lost. They haven't got a striker. They've got Gary O'Neill, who did really well at Bournemouth. Do I think he's an exceptional manager? Not really. Will he keep them up? Who knows? But they've really struggled. And they're playing against Liverpool side, who... Kind of start, didn't start the greatest, but they've recovered it pretty yeah. nicely. You know, Darwin Nunez looked really good in the last couple of games before the international pause. I will go over Liverpool win two goals, and they'll be both from that man, Darwin Nunez. Yeah, fair enough. I think I follow a very similar train of thought. Liverpool have looked the better side in recent weeks. Wolves, they worry me a little bit. I think they're quite good defensively, but the fact they can't score just leaves them really vulnerable because they can't finish games off and eventually they do get breaking down. So I'll go Wolves nil, Liverpool 3. A little bit more comprehensive than you've gone. I think it'll be Salah, obviously linked with a move to Saudi, but I think he's now here to stay. I think he'll grab a brace and then I will go for Alexis McAllister, first goal in red. Up next, the first of the 3 o'clock kickoffs is Aston Villa hosting Crystal Palace. Villa, a side that came into the season with a lot of expectation. However, they've really failed to meet the expectations set so far. Their loss away at Liverpool last time was quite embarrassing, I think, to say yeah. the least. And as, I mean, their game against Newcastle happening day, the less said about that, the better. Crystal Palace, on the other hand, are playing some really nice football and they're doing quite well. We saw in the week that Gareth Southgate was linked to them, so they're going to want to try and uh, get as many points on the table before they get to next season and they get relegated. So, Villa, who's doing Palace, how do you expect this one to pan out? Yeah, I mean, Villa are in very hit and miss. They've been, when they're on the money, they've been on the money. And when they're not, they're miles away. Palace, as you say, look brilliant. Hodgson, blind rolling back the ears. Eduard has looked brilliant. They're just all... It, kind of, it feels like all those kind of really good players they've signed over here, they're all clicking at the same time. You know, we've seen that Eze can click, we've seen that Elise can click, but they're all playing really well together. I think this will be a very difficult game for Villa, despite the fact they're at home. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Yeah. With a Fair Villa enough. goal from Watkins and a Palace goal from the man I just mentioned, Odson Edward. Yeah, I have to say I've been very disappointed with Villa so far. I really thought they'd kick on after getting European football last season. Liverpool was a game which they were very competitive in when they played them last term. The same with Newcastle. I think they gave Newcastle a good go. So... This season, the fact that they got torn apart by them, I don't think they can look at wins against Everton and Burnley, Burnley as very representative of their quality. The same against a big win against the Burnley. They've not really shown it against know. anyone yet. Cool. I think they will win this match, but I still won't be convinced. I'm going to go 1-0 Aston Villa and a goal from Ollie Watkins. I don't think Villa yeah. are looking very strong at the minute. I think they'll scrape another victory here, though. Up next, we head to London as Fulham host Luton Town. Obviously, Luton promoted this season, failed to they failed to score a point as of 
game week five, which is slightly worrying for Luton Town fans because obviously the longer they go without a point, the more worried they're going to be throughout this season. Fulham, not been a great start to the campaign, but given the fact they lost their star man, Alexander Mitrovic, given the fact they lost their creativity from last season in Manor Solomon and Willian, they've actually not looked too poor. And I think that if they can keep going as they're going, they should be fine to avoid relegation. But they do need to start picking up points, and here is a very, very good place to start. Do you think that Fulham are claiming all three points, or will Luton actually register their first points of the season? I sat on a call, because for me, at the start of the season, I thought Fulham had shot themselves in both feet. You know, selling all of their really good players, they need lost Pellini, as you said. It's, somehow, it's not been as bad as I first thought. Luton, it's going to take them time. They played against West Ham, which is a close game, and you could argue it's a yeah. penalty. Chelsea, who... I think you could argue that, that, that was a pen. That's Chelsea... And, you know, a Brighton, again, very good side. And I can't remember the result in the middle. But Burnley, oh, they didn't play, did they? Yeah. So that's three tough games. Fulham away. I mean, it's hardly the best away atmosphere at Craven Cottage. Still decent, though. It'll be tough. I will go for another 1-1 draw. Fulham goal from... Oh, blimey, who plays at Fulham? I will go Bobby Deckled over Reed. Yeah. And a looting goal from... Colton Morris. Fair enough. I think if Luton are going to get points anywhere this season, it's going to be somewhere like Fulham. The thing that Luton bring is a, an atmosphere, a real passion mm. to their game. When, against a Fulham crowd who, while passionate, I'm sure, inside, don't often express that. And I think that Crown Cottage, it's not a very difficult place to go no, at times. No. It can be quite quiet. I'm not saying that Fulham fans are terrible, but when they're charged ridiculous prices you tend to attract a crowd that isn't quite as passionate as the Luton as the Luton fans so I think it that actually the away atmosphere will probably be louder than the home and I think that could just make the difference here I'll go Fulham one Luton two I think if, yeah. it, if the game is wow. really by the scruff of the neck like that I feel like Luton will take it if the game is on edge Luton will take the game and I think they'll actually claim three points so I think Fulham well, no, I think Luton will score first, actually. I'll go a Tom Lockyer header from... He's still injured, isn't he? I keep yeah. predicting headers from corners. Gabriel Osho, header from a yeah. corner. Then Fulham will level up. I think that will be a Harrison Reed, absolute lawn trimmer of a strike on the edge of the area, just low and hard into the bottom corner. Not a lot that Kaminsky can do about it. And then Luton Town will find another on the counter-attack to win the match, and I think it will be... Elijah had a bio breaking through. He squares it to Carlton Morris. Luton Town 2. Fulham 1 away at Craven Cottage. Up next, we've got what is possibly the clash of the weekend, yet they've not even put it on television. It's Manchester United versus Brighton. These are two sides who are very, very good at football at times, but also very, very bad at football at times. Man United, so inconsistent. It's a mess off the pitch and a mess on the pitch at times. United this season have, I think, got a little harsh, harshly done by in that Liverpool match. But then very fortunate in the Wolves match, so up and down, swings and roundabouts. Brighton, they've looked very decent, but then got tore apart by West Ham. So, again, we don't really know where Brighton sit at the minute. They're playing some nice stuff, but then they can also lose 3-1 with no real explanation. So, it is difficult to tell for both these sides. I think this game will show us a lot. How do you expect it to pan out? I think this will not... Those will blow all the cards over and we're going to see United and Brighton's full hand. And I think it's going to be in pretty stunning fashion. I'm going to go Manchester United nil, Brighton and Albion 4. 
United, wow. need a kick up the rear. Brighton, going to give him that. And then some. I will go an Evan Ferguson brace with a goal from Mitama and a goal from Billy Gilmore. Fair enough, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I think, yeah, Brighton have looked really good recently. I think, again, the fact they tore apart Newcastle and manner they yeah. did shows a lot about the quality they possess. And I think Manchester United, given the fact at the moment they have no midfield and Brighton are so dominant in midfield, I don't think we're going to. I don't think Amrabat's fit yet, so that they're still going to keep in there with Eriksson and Casemiro. Personally, I think that will be a little weak. And if they if they lose Lindelof and Martinez again, they have got McGuire and Evans, which is funny. So hopefully that happens again. Well, I don't know on the injury status of Lissandro Martinez whether he's fit to play. Obviously, we know Varane is out. We know Shaw is out. Not too sure about Martinez, but really? either way, a little bit of damage. What? Oh, he said, I'm not sure about Martinez. Oh, right. Okay. Not unintended fun, but that's ah. that's the nature when you're dealing with Luke Shaw. I will go 2-0 Brighton. I don't think yeah. it will be as heavy as you predicted. I think it'll be a carbon copy, though, of the match at the start of last season. Obviously, Brighton winning 2-0 yeah. away at Old Trafford, I believe. I hope I've not got that wrong, because yeah, I'll look like an idiot. Thank you. And I don't think it'll be a Pascal Gross double. Instead, it will be a... Evan Ferguson goal, I think he'll continue from that hat-trick yeah. against Newcastle. And then I think Billy Gilmore will get an assist. I think he'll get a goal. And I think he'll set up Facundo Buenanote. Hasn't really been involved in first-team action so far this season. I think they'll carve the bench today, though, and make yeah. a big difference and get a goal away at Man United. Man United nil, Brighton 2. Up next, Tottenham versus Sheffield United. We're ploughing through the 3 o'clock. So we've got so many 3 o'clock kickoffs oh, this weekend. Tottenham, a team on top form. They've looked really good under Ange Postacoglu. Son last time out getting a hat-trick. And they've genuinely looked like a team that could challenge for the title at this rate. Only dropping points in the opening day against Brentford. 10 points for a possible 12. Not bad going for the Spurs. Sheffield United, on the other hand, haven't picked up a point yet. Somewhat unfortunate, you would have to say. They could have got a draw at Nottingham Forest. They didn't. They could have got a draw against Manchester City. They didn't. So... Slipping away from the end of games, I feel like Tottenham will be a, a level too high for them to reach. But what do you think? I think Sheffield United are in for a 90 minutes of horror. Because <laughs> as much as it hurts me to say Angel. a Chelsea fan, Tottenham will look magnificent. And yeah. Sheffield United travelling to the Tottenham Stadium, you know, it's a very big stadium. New, you know, the, you know, you've come up, you want to prove a point, and you're up against a Tottenham side who's probably playing the best football they've played in years. I ever. think you're in Not trouble. Not even years, ever. <laughs> I'm going to go Tottenham 5, Sheffield United nil. It'll be two from Son, a goal for Kulazewski, a goal for Solomon, and a goal for Christian Romero. Mm, fair enough. You got Romero in your FPL team? No. Oh, I really thought you, really thought you would go. A Romero goal. I just feel bad. Is he going to sit in the back of the net? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Fair enough. Yeah, as you say, as a Chelsea fan, it is difficult, but Tottenham are playing really well. I do think they'll concede, though. I'm going to go Tottenham 3, Sheffield United 1. The one thing you can't take out of Tottenham is their innate ability to do something completely stupid. Yeah. They conceded 2 against yeah, Burnley. Yeah. They even conceded against Man United. So, and 2 against Brentford. And 2 against Brentford. So they do have a tendency just to switch off at times. So I think it'll be an early goal for Sheffield United through Ben Osborne, the full-back. I think he'll get on the yeah. for cross a bit too far, but he's out at the back post just volleys one home. Wheels away in celebration, and then they cut to him at the end crying because they've lost 3 1. Yeah. Probably not crying, probably just a bit annoyed. But I think it'll be goals from Son Richarlison, 
off the bench and Happy Matter Sar that will do oh, the damage and land a blow on Triple Knight. That's harsh on size. That is harsh on Sar, just for a chance, and was that big of a joke. <laughs> okay. I on someone else. <laughs> Fair enough. Our final three o'clock kickoff then of this game week is West Ham versus Manchester City. Two sides who claimed European titles last season for the first time. Well, at least in the first time for years, I believe West Ham may have got one yeah. before. But uh, for a very long time, the first time that these two laid their hands on European silverware. West Ham since then have lost their captain, as have Manchester City. But City's rebuild, West Ham's rebuild, both seem to be going very well at the moment without their star players. How do you think this one pans out? If Manchester City are to drop points in any game this season, it is West Ham at home. And I'm going to say you can say this every week. West Ham United <laughs> won Manchester City nil. It, and honestly, the only way they'll drop points this year is a James Ward-Prowse free kick, and then West Ham part of the bus one nil to the Hammers. They think they're going to win the Premier League. Pep Guardiola is probably very annoyed. But fair enough, fair enough. I I think though I disagree with you massively there. I think this West Ham side statistically are not great well, I think I agree with that and that is a big weapon but it's Man City the fact that West Ham's tactic is let's lump it long and see what Antonio can do won't work when it's Diaz sure. Gavardi Old Stone Walker Ake if they head out of the corner then they'll head out again when the, we and then the ball they're going to try and shoot a foul and then we'll pass it in for the free kick right I'll go 3-0 Man City. I think we'll put to bed these West Ham are going to win the league rumours. Uh, City will go clear on in the table and it will be a big win for the citizens. I think it'll be goals through Jack Grealish. A little, little bit quiet to start the campaign. Yeah. But I think given the fact they've got Europe in the week, they may well rotate. And I think that Jack Grealish will get a start here. I think he'll get a goal. Then I'll go Erling Haaland because it's Erling Haaland. And then I will say Nathan Ake. I think a few people will go yeah. in their FPL. And I think they'll be happy to hear that I think he's going to score. So West Ham nil, Manchester City 3. On to the big game on the Saturday then. The 5.30, arguably the most interesting game of the of all the TV yeah. fixtures, which is why we're not covering any this weekend of the Premier League. But yeah, Newcastle versus Brentford then could be a bit of an interesting game. Uh, we've watched a lot of Newcastle recently, so we're a bit yeah, of experts yeah. on them. They've been a bit shaky at times. They have been. They've been decent at others. So we will give our, I'm sure we'll give a good verdict on them. Brentford, I haven't really seen them since they drew in the opening day with Tottenham, but by all accounts, they seem to be continuing as they were last season. They get uh, Somehow, they seem to be all the top sides, yet when they get to the end of the season, they're yeah. sat in ninth. Both. Don't know how they do it. But both teams have been very up and down. It's been choppy waters for both sides. Um, I think Newcastle will just take, just pick them, just pick Brentford with a 2-1 win. Brentford goal from Brian and Waymo. Newcastle goals from Anthony Gordon. And off the bench will be Jacob Murphy to win it. So there's a lot of pressure on Newcastle for this game? Well, I think a little bit, little bit, especially the back there at St. James's Park. But apart from that, I think they'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, three points from four matches is not how they would have wanted to start the season. I also think there may be a bit of rotation in this game, given the fact they play AC Milan on Tuesday. I think they may get caught out. I will go Brentford 3, Newcastle 1. Wow. I think Brentford will I think Brentford will get all three goals. Newcastle yeah. will sub on their superstars to try and save them. I don't think it'll work. I think Brentford will get all three goals in the first half. I will go Brian and Wemo, Johan Visser, and Matthias Jensen with the goals. He's been in good form this season. Yeah. And then Newcastle consolation through Isak, but it won't be enough ultimately. And they'll be taking just three points in the opening five and praying they get something against Milan on Tuesday night. 
Yeah. On to Sunday then, the first of the Sunday matches, the two o'clock kickoff. It's Bournemouth versus Chelsea. Bournemouth have looked a bit poor, to be honest, to start this season. There was a lot of expectation as they entered the new campaign, given the fact mm. they've just signed Anthony Iriola, who I believe is one of the best managers in the world. Wow. Joking, he's very good, though, and he loves pressing. We all love pressing. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth, there's not a load of good young talents. It's not really paid off yet, but I do think that once they start to adapt to the Premier League, yeah. they will be a bit of a force we reckon with towards the end of this campaign. Chelsea... They signed loads of mega superstars. Not really. They signed loads of children. They haven't worked yet either. This should be an interesting one. It should be. Chelsea should win. Chelsea need to win. hope, yeah. And I think they will. They'll just have too much for Bournemouth. I'll go 2-0 win to the Blues with goals from Nicholas Jackson and Raheem Sterling's it very good. Fair enough for me. This needs to be a bit more of a comprehensive victory. I'm going to go Chelsea 4, Bournemouth 0. Chelsea really need to wake up, get on with it yeah. and actually play some nice football. And I think we will. I think it'll be a Michalo Madrid goal to shut up all the haters and get his first goal in blue. Then I think it'll be a Nick Jackson goal, a Conor Gallagher goal, and then a Axel de Sassi goal from a corner to round yeah, off like a 4-0 away victory. Like it. On next then, the 4.30 kickoff. It's not as blockbuster as you may expect. It's Blue versus Red, but it's nothing you care about. It's Everton versus Arsenal. Two sides at opposing ends of the Premier League table. Everton are facing relegation, or the prospect of relegation this yeah. season, given the fact their squad is crap. Arsenal hoping to push on, but they haven't had the best of starts to the new season. Quite fortunate, I would say, recently, but... They'll be hoping that they can really start to push on, get the results they need, and yeah, do well. Yeah. So let's start with Everton now. I don't know where I'm going. What's your prediction? <laughs> I <laughs> think Arsenal just about take it, but it's not really yeah. easy. Goodson Park is a tough away trip. I think Everton won't like scoring through Dan Juma. They're going to win part of the bus and hope to hold on. But similar to what Arsenal did in the United game, it'll be better late than never. 80th minute equaliser from Bakayo Saka and an 88th minute winner from Leandro Trossard off the bench to rescue the Gunners again. Fair enough. Yeah, I yeah, I think Arsenal are going to win. Everton are just a bit bad at football. Yeah, yeah. I do think they'll get a goal though and I think they'll get two in fact. I'm going to go Everton two, Arsenal three. Arsenal last season, the reason they were so high is because they could just about get results even yeah. when the game wasn't going their way. And I think that'll be the case here. I think Arsenal open the scoring through Gabriel Jesus. Then Everton will get two. It'll be Beto just for the break and Dan Juma the other side of half-time. Arsenal will find an equaliser, an equaliser around the 60th minute. And I think it'll be courtesy of Declan Rice. I was going to say yeah. party, but he probably won't start. Yeah. And then off the bench, I think it'll be a goal from Eddie Nketiah to seal the deal. A 3-2 away win for Arsenal. Yeah. Final match of the game week then on the Monday evening. It's Nottingham Forest versus Burnley. Two sides promoted in the last two seasons. Forest, they spent a load of money, bought a load of players and just about stayed in the league. Burnley, well, they did that last season as well and now their team's looking quite decent. Who do you think will come out on top? On in Well, I'm going to be completely honest. These are two teams that would take a point and we've seen a lot of goals this game week. So I think it is fitting to end it do you not think... the Monday night football yeah. of nil-nil. Do I think Burnley will view this as a game they could win, though? They will. Doesn't mean they will. Especially in Forest, they've lost Brennan Johnson now. I, lot of I, I think both sides will have a point. Oh, they are inflection. Monday night football. Yeah, especially for Burnley, tough away trip. We'll take the point. No goals. 
Okay, I think Burnley are going to win. I think it will be a 2-1 away win for the... What's their nickname? Clarets. Yeah, it probably is the Clarets. I, I prefer the Burnley. I think the Burnley will get an open up through... That's actually Barnes open there. Zeki Amdouni, their new signing, I believe, is a new yeah. signing, or at least wasn't yeah, involved in the first team last season. He is new, thank you. Forrest then will level it up through Morgan Gibbs-White because he's pretty good at football. And then Burnley will find a winner through Jordan Bay and it'll be a lovely 2-1 win. Which they'll take back nice. to Turf Moor on whatever train they're catching. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's game week five. I can't believe we've already got five game weeks through the Premier League cool. season. We're already having a national break. And coming this week, the Champions League. If this video gets enough likes, at what like goal should we set? Ten. Ten likes, then we'll bring you Champions League predictions Monday morning, ready for all the action across Tuesday and Wednesday. Champions League football is back. Are you excited, Harry? I'm very excited. Indeed. Speaking of champions, championship action. We're live tonight at the time of uh, time of watching yeah. for Leicester versus Southampton in the EFL Championship. Please do join us. Should be interesting. We've not done any championship yeah. games this season. Both but... sides need the whites. Exactly. And then, obviously, in the week, our Champions League coverage returns or begins, I should say. First off, we've got AC Milan versus Newcastle. I believe that's a quarter to six kickoff, yeah. so that one should be a really interesting one. Newcastle's first taste of Champions League football on their return. And then on the Wednesday, we're going to watch Bayern Munich try and score as many as possible against Manchester United in 90 minutes. So join Only us there. For nine. <laughs> Look forward to it. Just that. Should be good. Uh, that is everything. If you're looking for something to watch, then go check out the podcast, because not many people have yet. We talked about loads of expensive transfers. It was great fun. That's everything for today, though. Harry, anything to say? I can't wait. He can't wait. Please leave a like and subscribe if you're new around here. Make sure you get involved in the comments down below. Leave your predictions, all that great stuff. If you're listening to this on Spotify, head on over to the YouTube or the Discord. Get involved. That's everything for today, though. Thank you guys very, very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.